Welcome to Vinyasa in Verse, the podcast where we connect mind, body, and spirit through poetry and practice. I'm Leslie Ann Hobayan. Together, we'll explore different ways of connecting with our innermost selves and how to tap into the flow of the universe. Because once that happens, anything is possible. Your best life starts now. Hello, loves. Welcome to another episode of Vinyasa in Verse. How are you on this beautiful day? I hope wherever you are, you're able to find one small moment of beauty that you can hold on to in the present moment, if that present moment is not an easy one, to find beauty, to hold on to, to get you through whatever challenge you might be facing. And so to start our episode today, I've got my book of poems by Hafez, our beautiful golden covered book called The Gift. And as I've rifled through the poems, we are coming to a poem called All the Talents of God. All the Talents of God. All the talents of God are within you. How could this be otherwise when your soul derived from his genes? I love that expression. All the talents of God are within you. Sometimes Hafez cannot help but to applaud certain words that rise from my depths like the scent of a lover's body. Hold this book close to your heart, for it contains wonderful secrets. Hmm. I think this is one of my favorite poems from this book, um, especially that part of holding this book close to your heart, because I feel that that's true. This book, this particular collection of Hafez's work, feels like it has contained wonderful secrets that I've discovered that have led me to a better understanding of who I am, of a better understanding of my relationship with the divine, of my relationship with healing. Um, and what I love about this is that quote, all the talents of God are within you. Because if you think about it, we have the inner wisdom the inner tools that can guide us and help us on our journey in life, no matter what that life purpose is. Uh, and now I know there's quite a few people out there who may or may not know what their life purpose is, you know, and that's part of the journey is walking that path to discover what is your purpose and what is not. You know, often people get frozen in place where they stay where they are because it's familiar, because it's comfortable, um, though they don't know yet what their life purpose is. And so they're curious about it, but they don't really take action. They don't take a step forward. And so what I've learned um, over time is that action is information. Action can help you start to uncover the thing that you want understanding about. Uh, because staying stuck, staying in place, doesn't give you any new information. It's, it's like you know where you are, everything is familiar, and you just stay in that same familiar place and there's no growth, there's no new knowledge, there's, there's no, nothing. But what happens eventually is that external forces will begin to shift the landscape a little bit. We'll begin to 
enforce change because the only thing constant and we keep hearing this a lot especially during pandemic times and times of social and cultural unrest um, in this fight for anti-racism and social racial justice that change is the only thing that's constant right i mean even if you are reading and i tell this to my undergraduate students all the time even if you are reading the same poem today that you did let's say five years ago and five years from now you read the same poem each time it's different the words don't change but you change and you may be you know stuck in solitary confinement we'll say as you know an extreme example and you will read that poem differently even if you're in solitary confinement let's say for a year you read it you know january 1st you're in solitary confinement you read it december 31st that same year same poem same circumstances but you're different because what's happening is that we change even when we don't want to <laughs> even when we resist it even when we think we're staying in place. Change is inevitable. And so taking that step forward feels good because it is a deliberate choice that you have, that you can take in order to get more information about where you need to go next, about what your life purpose might be, about how you can serve the greater good. Um, you know, and, and sometimes people find that one step really daunting and it's okay. It could be a baby step. It doesn't have to be these big leaps and bounds where, you know, suddenly I'm signing up for a 10 day retreat of Vipassana and I want to go dive deep into my inner self and really uncover some deep wounds and release all the stuff in 10 days. It doesn't have to be that. You know, some people are all about that. Some people can go gung-ho and, you know, more power to them. But some people need to move a little more slowly, a little more gently, baby steps. So, for example, in the, in the crazy example of like signing up for Vipassana meditation, um, maybe the person who wants more gentle first steps, maybe it's just a three-minute uh, meditation where you check in with your breath first thing in the morning. It's just creating that small awareness of where you are in your body, where you are in the present moment, and then going from there. You know, after you create a rhythm and a pattern and awareness, not just in self, but also in what's around you, then begin to expand that vision and start to move slowly towards uncovering what may or may not be hidden under all these layers of repression, of societal conditioning. And as you uncover and peel away these layers, then your life's purpose may start to emerge, may start to bloom like a flower seed that's been buried in the earth all winter. But you can't know that until you take a step forward. And so with taking a step forward, there's often a fear of what if I get it wrong? Or I don't know what I'm doing. Those are those are really, you know, go to phrases I hear a lot. 
and we often get wrapped up in those details of well I don't know what I'm doing yet so I'm gonna just stay in place try to learn all the things and then I'll be ready but what happens is that you learn all the things and that's that's a kind of procrastination because you're assuming that you can predict the future when who knows if what you're learning is actually going to be applicable to whatever happens in that first step forward, right? I mean, yes, we can do learning and learning is important, but action needs to happen alongside it. It needs to be an exploration, an active exploration and learning, you know? And it's funny because I I said the word exploration and suddenly I was thinking about (laughs) Lewis and Clark and their exploration of the North American content continent and you know they just went for it you know we're not going to talk and get into the the history and the the politics of that whole expedition of of exploration but to use that as an example of taking the next step forward you know going into the unknown you you don't know what the future holds you don't know how the future is going to unfold nobody does the only thing we do is be present right now And what is the present moment asking of you? What is the present moment saying might feel like the good next step? Okay, maybe the next step is I want to read this book on healing because I've, you know, suffered from some trauma and I'm tired of feeling weighted down by it. I'm tired of feeling heavy. I don't know where to start though. So either I can stay stuck in my heaviness, stay in place and just kind of run in my hamster wheel of things to do, all the to-do lists that just keep us busy, but not actually doing anything. Um, Or I can pick up this book that says, you know, explore healing through, you know, meditation, we'll say. And maybe that book says, invites me to to try meditation and and I do it and I'm like, man, nothing's really happening. But at least I've tried something. And so that was my first step. I read the book. It said, meditate to try to heal your traumas. I tried it. Didn't work. I said, okay, that's now what I know not to do. Right? So then I go to the next thing and the next thing. And as I go through this journey, I build this trust in myself. Going back to the poem, all the talents of God are within you. They're within me. They're within each of us. You know, we have a divinity within us, this inner knowing, this inner wisdom that we have lost sight of because of all the layers of the external world covering that up. Our egos do a good job of keeping us present in the material world. And we lose sight of our hearts. We lose sight of our intuition. We lose sight of our instincts. And so what happens is that we forget that we got our backs, our own backs, that we forget we have the tools we need Now, sometimes we know we have the tools and we don't know how to use them, right? Um, Sometimes, you know, there are some of us who think, okay, I know that I have everything I need within me. People say that all the time. 
I think I know what it means. I'm not sure, but okay, let's say that I have the tools within me. How do I use those tools? So there's that question. But then it goes back to exploration of, you know, finding teachers or resources. But it really is on us as individuals to take action towards a deeper understanding of ourselves. Otherwise, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, you know that it's more than just this societal, what I'll call 3D existence, where you have a job, you have a place to live, you have friends, you know, you have kids, you have a retirement plan. I mean, these are all great. Are they serving your highest good? Are they helping you grow as a spirit soul? Are they helping you evolve into your highest self? And if they are, great. And if they're not, ask yourself, what is it that you're doing with your time on this earth? You know, I am currently creating, I'm in the process of creating this new offering. It's a, it's called Heal to Power and it's a blueprint for healing that's designed specifically for women writers of color. And, you know, some folks might be like, hey, 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 well, what about the rest of us, you know? And I want to say, you've got resources out there. A lot of women of color are left outside of the overall healthcare picture. You know, if we look at statistics on healthcare in this country, uh, more often than not, it's black women who suffer the most. Uh, and it's, and it's a terrible thing that's happening in a country that can provide care for everyone that lives here. So for me, I can't, you know, I can't, learn all these tools of healing that I've learned on my own personal healing journey, I can't learn them and not share them and not teach them to other people so that they too can get healthy, that they can sustain wellness on their own because we have the tools within us. Now, why writers? Well, writers often uh, dig deep, myself included. You know, we dig deep into our really personal lived experiences that often in this country have been written off as, oh, that can't be true, or you're exaggerating, or I'm sure that that happened, but you're okay now, you know, dismissed in that way. And so what happens over time is that writers of color, particularly women, start to feel discouraged about sharing their stories um, or tired because there are some women who, you know, fight to get heard, who fight to get published, who fight to, to share their stories more widely. And every effort is met with a no. It's met with a shut door. It's met with a, we already have enough immigrant stories, you know, in my case, anyway, I've gotten that, you know, it's, it's like, well, you know, it's not about the token immigrant story. 
You know, it's about the individual lived experience story. But, you know, because you're a person of color here in the U.S., it's there are no individuals, we'll say. Um, and so it becomes exhausting to try to get our voices out there that we get run down and, you know, not just not just mentally and emotionally, but physically run down because writing is is work. It, it takes a lot of energy to express ourselves and our, and our deepest truths that often have been denied us, that have um, been muted, that have been shut down. And, and so it shows up as physical ailments. You know, there's um, been some research done as far as trauma is concerned that the body stores traumatic events. So not only do you have an experience of the nervous system reacting as it needs to to keep you safe, you know, thinking about the 4F response of the sympathetic nervous system, but also how the body responds to whatever the nervous system is experiencing, which is also a connection to the the emotional level. And so um, I think about how there are women who are almost too afraid to share their stories because of whatever it is that they experienced was traumatic enough. You know, whether it's trauma, little T like microaggressions or big T like sexual assault. Um, and so there's this fear of, of sharing the stories, even though we feel this, this call to share our stories, to express it, to get it out of our system, then it's like, well, what do we do with it? I have this story that I wrote. I have this poem that I wrote and I want to share it, but I'm terrified to do so because one, I already feel that I re-traumatized myself in recounting what happened to me or in thinking about it even. Two, I'm scared because if I do get this published, the people involved in that story or that poem or, or essay or whatever it is will find out about it and then come after me. There will be repercussions. Three, I may not be believed. I may be gaslighted. I may be seen as someone who's exaggerating. My voice doesn't count. And so there's so many different layers of what women writers of color endure. And what I want to do is offer some tools to teach some tools to access our own inner knowing, our own modes of healing that we have at our fingertips, but nobody's taught us or we've forgotten. And, um, and yeah, so, so for me, it's really important to get this new offering out to as many women um, as I can, because the world will be so much better for it to hear these stories and these voices so that others know they're not alone. You know, I, I had written, um, a poem <sighs> around the 2016 elections. It was before the actual election. It was during all the campaigning. And I had written this poem about um, 
sexual violence and and my experience with healing from trauma and and how that journey has been really intense and it's it was you know reactivated uh, during this campaign and I actually heard from friends even just random strangers who read the poem and said thank you thank you for writing this because now I know that I'm not crazy like I wasn't making up stuff but also that I'm not alone that I'm normal that what I'm experiencing is normal um, that you know and it's not to say that their experience was exactly the same but that they felt seen that they felt their experience was validated and that's why it's so important for us to get our stories out there it's so important it it can literally and I hate using the word literally because everybody uses it and often it's not used correctly but in this case I feel the need to say it and that it is appropriate but sharing our stories literally saves lives I mean the power of story the power of word the power of poetry is not to be underestimated and so how do we do that if we ourselves as the creators of these stories of the creators of these poems how can we get those stories out if we are not feeling safe if we are not feeling empowered if we are feeling sort of paralyzed by our traumas how can we do that and so that's why it's important to heal that's why I'm offering this this blueprint because I am so passionate about hearing the voices and stories of women writers of color because it makes me feel like I am not alone that I am in this world with a purpose in community with others who share my vision who share my calling um, I mean it's just it's just an amazing thing to to know that I'm part of something bigger and I want to help my community I want to empower and strengthen my community and so I offer this healing to power to anyone who's listening who identifies as a woman or a non-binary person of color to join me on this journey um, and I'll, I'll share more details about that in the show notes and on my website uh, but I am holding a, a free workshop on September 26 at 12 noon Eastern time so take a look at the show notes at my website um, and there'll be a little blurb at the end of this episode but I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because we have the tools within us we totally do we've got our back and I want us to know that I want us to be reminded of that that we don't have to play victim that we don't have to be you know shrinking from others the people who have power over us are there because we gave them our power. 
And that sounds kind of crazy because people be like, wait, what? I would never do that. Why would I give my power to somebody else? Sometimes it's not a conscious thing. Sometimes we give our power away because we think it's safer. We sometimes feel we're in danger. So we're like, all right, here, take my power. You decide so that I don't have to be put in danger. Because if I stand up for myself, you might harm me. And that's a normal response. But if we can strengthen our nervous system, if we can build resilience, if we can heal from our traumas, we can stop giving our power away. We can step into our own power and share our voices, share our stories. I hope that you who are listening can feel the need for this kind of healing. And I hope that you're able to find a little something within yourself that can help you take that first step forward towards your own healing. Whether you're a woman, writer, color, (laughs) or not, you know, if you're just a person who's hurt, I hope that you're able to just find a little glimmer that you can hold on to to start healing, to take that baby step forward. And if you need a little more help, if you need a guide, reach out to me. I'm here. And so I close this episode with a poem by one of my favorites, Ross Gay. And this comes from his book, Catalog of Unabashed Gratitude. It is called Patience. Call it sloth, call it sleaze, call it mummery, if you please. I'll call it patience. I'll call it joy. This, my supine congress with the newly yawning grass and beetles chittering in their offices beneath me, as I, nearly drifting to dream, admire this so-called weed, which, if I guarded with teeth bared my garden of all alien breeds, if I was all knife and axe and I made a life of hacking, would not have burst gorgeous forth and beckoning these sort of phallic spires, ringletted by these sort of vaginal blooms, which the new bees, being bees, heed. And yes, it is spring, if you can't tell from the words my mind makes of the world, and everything makes me mildly or more hungry, the worm turning in the leaf mold, the pear blossoms howling forth their pungence, like a choir of wet dream boys hiking up their skirts, even the neighbor's cats shimmy through the grin in the fence. And the way this bee before me, after whispering in my ear, dips her head into those dainty lips, not exactly like one entering a chapel, and friends as if that wasn't enough, blooms forth with her forehead dusted pink, like she has been licked and so blessed by the kind of God to whom this poem is a prayer. Hmm. And so I invite you to take a moment to just notice nature around you and turn to Mother Nature, to Mother Earth, as a touchstone for healing. And on that note, The divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Until next time, namaste.
Healing trauma is different for everybody. What does healing look like for us? What tools can we use? How can we tap into our own innate power to assist in that healing? Join me for a free three-day pop-up training on Instagram, September 26th to the 24th at 1 p.m. Eastern. I'll talk about how our bodies hold trauma, how to identify those spots, and what to do to begin healing. Then that will culminate into a free healing workshop on Saturday, September 26th at 12 noon Eastern. Follow me at Surya Gyan Yogi to join in or check out suryagyan.com Heal to Power Interest List for more info. Your best life starts now.